Hello, everybody, Hello. and welcome to our dorm room, a podcast about two queer college women trying not to die every time we pee. Oh, of course. And I'm Court. <laughs> and she's Sabrina. I'm Sabrina. <laughs> and we are still gay. Yeah, that hasn't changed. Conversion therapy has not happened yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Oh, no. So, story time. Shall we just dive right into it? Oh, of course. Okay. Did you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first. So, uh, our dorm floor is all females. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> when I see a male on this floor, I get very scared. Yeah. I was trying to fill up our little container thingy to fill up the Brita because the Brita doesn't go under the sink. Um, cause we get sink water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cause we're classy. Bathroom sink water, baby! Uh-huh. Anyways. Um, so I was walking back to the dorm, and this dude with a pitcher full of water just walks right behind me. And I almost dropped, I almost dropped it, our water container, cause I got so scared, cause I didn't hear him. <laughs> He just came up right behind me, and we made eye contact, and he didn't say a single thing. He was just vibing with his water pitcher. And I adore that, but I also think that he's the man cologne I smelled over here on this side, like, a week ago. I did see a boy walk in with three other girls, so I don't think it's as spicy as we think it is. Okay. And they it, all had Chick-fil-A, the I homophobic chicken. Mm. <laughs> We're not here to get into that, though. I'm going to start making us bingo cards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to say it. <laughs> we never do. No. Anyways, I wanted to talk about my dating life, because it's we have a lot of stories because we make a lot of bad decisions, but, um... We? Okay. Or we? Me. I mean, I, we, but... We, but me. <laughs> but the most recent one, which isn't super spicy, but I think is super funny, is, um, I got hit up by an Instagram account in my DMs, which I'm not gonna say the actual username, but it was basically secret lesbian. So they hit me up in the DMs, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm lonely. So... <laughs> They just said, hi, how are you? To which I responded, hey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And she responded with, I'm good, thanks. How old are you? They said, 19. To which they responded, by calling me mommy. And I've never blocked someone so quick in my life. Speaking of mommy, this is finally... No. Let me tell the story. It's a funny story. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, I used to go to theater camp. And the last time I went to theater camp, before I hear all the booze, she went to theater camp. She's that theater person. I am... I've gotten better. I'm not as annoying. (laughs) 
I'm annoying, but it has nothing to do with me being a theater person. Of course. Anyways, um, I met this dude, and it was just out of me getting out of a rough, not relationship, because we didn't even date, but... Um, a situationship. A situation that was not good. <laughs> and I cannot say I'm part of the 3%, and I'm very sad about that. Anyways. Um... So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is a s- tall, skinny, white man. Perfect. <laughs> Just what I need to <laughs> cure my broken heart. Um, and I have him on Snapchat. Why? I don't know. Anyways. Um, I bottomed him so well that um, by the... The third night, he was calling me mommy. Oh, yeah, no, ew. (laughs) It was, I am an asexual woman. (laughs) You know, I, I enjoy a little bit of sexting. I think it's fun and funny. But as soon as he said that, I went, hold up. Oh, God. I had to take a moment to myself and be like, I topped this man. I, <laughs> I topped this man. I did. I mean, I didn't, like, verbal with my words. Mm-hmm. Because I'm actually a pretty good writer when it comes to, like, non-fiction? Uh, fiction? Are we in fiction? Fiction? Fictional. Oh. Fictional stuff. Fictional things, nonfiction is real life. Okay. Yes. Um, when it comes to fictional writing, my sister's gonna hate listening to this. Sorry, Raquel. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know how to. I've. I've been a fangirl of certain fandoms. I've read certain things that a little bit not proud of. <laughs> I'm embarrassed enough to not say anything about it. But so I pretty good at what I do. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah, but that was just a long one in me saying, I am such a good bottom, 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 bottom I turned into a top. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. No, one of the things that made me realize that I'm gay is that, um, on more than one occasion, a guy just kind of started calling me his girlfriend, and I just kind of went with it, because there was this one dude, because I used to work at, um, a certain department store that rhymes with Rargit. Um, to which, um, there was this, not, there were either people very much not my age or my age, no in between. So this is right when I turned 17 up until, like, when, right before I turned 19. And there was this card attendant and I felt bad for him because he was a card attendant. His job was to go outside in the hot sun and push carts. So I gave him an Oreo. To which he interpreted as me flirting with him. Yes, I gave him an Oreo from the trunk of my hot car. One singular Oreo. And that meant that I was flirting. 
And so we, we start eventually started being friends, like no flirting, just regular friendship, just vibing. So he's like, oh, do, do you want to go to a party? Because like it was his birthday was coming up and so it was mine. So he's like, oh, we'll, we'll just go to a party. It'll be fun. He's like, I'm going to have it. So you come first and then my friends will come in and you can like be introduced to my friends. I'm like, okay, that sounds fine. And so I show up, park my little green punch buggy. And his mom greets me and going, oh my God, it's so good to meet you and gave me a big hug to which I should have taken as a sign that something was up, which I did a little bit. I'm like, that's a little suspicious, but I, it didn't click all the way in my head. And then the first guy comes comes over because this guy only has guy friends who looks at me, looks at him, looks at me and goes, nice. And they go in, and then everyone just starts referring to me as his girlfriend, and this is the first time we've ever hung out outside of work. And I didn't know what to do, because if I called him out on it in front of his friends, that would be awkward, and I did not want to cause a scene. (laughs) But, yeah, that's how I ended up getting put in the relationship zone, and then we dated for five months. Shout out to him. He's a piece of shit, and I fucked his friend later. But, once again, before I figured out that I was gay. But, um, most of my wild stories come from good old Tinder. Which, you should think by, I would learn to get off of Tinder by now, but, no. I want, I want more mistakes. But, um, we'll, we'll ease into this. First, there's this one boy who... I matched with and we were talking, whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm a biomed major. He wants to be a biology major. That's cool. Then I find out he wants to be a biology major because he wants to genetically engineer a super weed. Yes. Ah, yes. You yes. told me about this. Yes, he wanted to make a super weed. Oh my god. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's normal. And I would text him and see. I am a Gen Z bottom, so the laughing crying emoji, I use that way too much, all the time. I don't know how to use words, I just use that emoji. But he told me, or he asked me very nicely not to use it, because it gave him PTSD flashbacks from when he was on psychedelics. Which, I am respectful of all PTSD triggers. I know there are some weird ones out there, which aren't weird, just uncommon. But... An emoji for psychedelic PTSD. That should have taken that as a sign. Really should have. And this poor kid lived about an hour and a half away from me. And he baked me some um, cupcakes. Special cupcakes. And drove an hour and a half to deliver them while I was at work during my lunch break. Which means we couldn't hang out. We just hung out during my lunch break. I put the cupcakes in my car. We hugged. He left. And then I blocked him because he was scary. (laughs) And then I shouldn't have eaten the cupcakes, but I did. Which I will say, husband material level baking. But scary, dude. And also, I'm not into men. But... (laughs) And also, you don't need a husband to bake for you. I'm here now. Yes, you'll be my husband. (laughs) But, um... The first date story that I normally tell people to let them know I make bad decisions is this one girl. I love this story. Oh, this one girl. 
So we matched on Tinder. We vibed. Um, I was 18. She was 22. And she is covered in tattoos, like, on her hands, all up her arm. And I like tattoos. So I'm like, yes. And um, she went to pick me up. She only lived two minutes down the street from me, which was like, ooh, I found a lesbian who's not biphobic, because that's what I thought I was at the time, that lives in my small-ass town? Whack. So she picked me up, right? It was really sweet. We drove to an arcade. That was fine and normal. I met her friends. We held hands. It was cute and gay. I beat her at all the arcade games, even a beer pong game, despite me being an 18-year-old and never playing that game before in my life for obvious reasons. But then she took me to her best friend's house, like 45 minutes north. And I'm like, interesting. Interesting choice. We get there. It's like this really sketchy place. We have to park on the side of the street. I remember getting stuck in the snow. And I walk into this house, and this six-foot-tall, hairy man walks in, drunk, holding a loaded handgun like he is in a spy movie, pointing it around at the walls, holding it up like he's in a movie. It was great. And then they look at me, and I was like, I'm like, Courtney, like, yes, that is me. They're like, you've never held a gun before, right? Like, no, I have not. So they hand out an AK-47. An AK-47. I'm sorry, Mom. (laughs) They unloaded it for me and then just shove it to my hands, to which I'm holding it arm's length away from me, just looking at it like, I don't know what to do with this. And I just stood there for like 40 seconds, just holding this gun arm's length away from me, just staring at this dude. To which he finally took it away from me. And I look around and see that there are people doing hard drugs around this house. I'm like, I was really taken to a crack house full of guns on a first date. And you know what I did after that? I went on two more dates. I went on two more and I was the one that was ghosted. (laughs) You know, I've never actually been on a date. Oh. Yeah, I've only had one boyfriend and... Last a month, half the time he was in Mexico. Um, if he's listening to this now. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we never went on a date. Did I tell you that the guy, the best friend, tried to hit, like, get with me after that? Oh. Yeah, he would Snapchat me, and, like, I had a Snapchat, because, like, we were kind of friends, because he would third wheel me in the girls' dates, which... Looking back, very weird. Yeah. Very weird. And, um, like, I would just Snapchat him, and I, he would just, like, say something normal. Like, I don't know, I'm... He, like, saw that my shirt changed multiple times. So I'm like, I'm just trying on outfits, just vibing. He's like, oh, can you show them to me? Like, no. And he would just keep, like, awkwardly flirting, which was never reciprocated. I'm like, sir... Your best friend went on a couple dates with me. You don't see this as, like, crossing a line to the point where I just kind of blocked him. Because he also... So there was a stalker from that um, job who um, has had... was um, Had to be taken away at least once in an ambulance with police because he was having, like, a mental breakdown shouting at my coworker that he was stalking. 
And later he moved on to me, hit me up with a text. Oh, I wish I had it out saying, um, I, after I blocked him on Facebook, because on Facebook, if you block someone, they can still message you on Messenger because why the fuck not? Why? Because that makes sense. Saying, hey, thanks for the block. I just hit you up because I heard you're 18, not that hot, and likes to fuck older guys. Anyways, if you want a real man, here's my number. But I didn't know it was him because it just showed up as Facebook user. And I was in the car with um the girl and his her guy best friend. Mm-hmm. And so I let him text the dude before I realized who it was. Which I'm like, oh, I'm in real danger now. Because <laughs> he was pretending to be me. Yeah, yeah, and that guy would still show up to my job. I had to have a knife with me to <laughs> walk to it. And I told him, I was like, hey, by the way, I have a stalker. And he's like, oh, cool. Like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. This guy would whole-ass, like, post rap songs and um, mentioned how one of my coworkers by name and how he wanted to bag and tag her. And she brought that to HR, and they're like, we can't do anything about these fictitious claims. Allegedly. This is alleged. This is a hypothetical story for entertainment. Do not sue me. Uh-huh. Sorry, I just threw a lot at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yes. Um. And. At least we're hot now. At least we're hot now, yes. Yeah. I want to know who these older guys I was fucking was, because I, I, I wasn't a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware about this. Wait, I'm fucking older guys? Oh, God, there was this other older dude. Because of all of the people who harassed me at, at um this job, this hypothetical job that I worked at, um, we're all in the tech department. And this one dude, hypothetical dude that does not exist, was like 40 and would go out of his way to walk through my department on his way out. And one time I was zoning, so, you know, making the shelves all pretty. And, um, I'm just, like, sitting on the ground, adjusting these sunscreen bottles. And he goes, perfect, just like you, and then walks away. I'm a minor at this moment in time. A whole-ass child. Okay, I was, like, 17, but a child. And he would just make weird comments like that. Like, one time, also, I was in the, like, tech desk because I needed to put a security wrap on a hair tool because the only place to find them was there and he walked behind me and did the gross thing men do when they grab your hips as they walk (gasps) behind you oh I hate that and I almost threw an elbow but I wasn't trying to get fired and there was like people there and I didn't want to make a scene so I was like I'll just run (laughs) but one of the weirder ones is I walked by him while him and his I guess his wife were parked on the sidewalk that, you know, you walk on in the front of the store. And I saw him, and I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't, I feel bad for this woman he's with. And 
I, we were both walking to opposite sides of the store, so we walked by each other in the hallway. And he stopped me, and went. He said, um, "My wife asked me who's this girl." And I said, "Oh, that's just a hot girl trying to get with me." In the middle of this department store, allegedly, hypothetically. And I. First of all, I hope you didn't say that to your wife. Second of all, why are you flirting with 18-year-olds that you're working with, especially if you're married? Third of all, how was it after all of the complaints you got, you got fired because you took your shirt off on the floor? Man was just walking around shirtless on the clock. And that's how he got fired. This is one hell of a job that I had. Yeah. Um, let's have a meditation minute. <laughs> Should I tell about the other tech guy? <laughs> this one was actually younger than me. So he was like a year younger than me. Not a creepy old man. So you'd think this would be fine. This would be normal. This would be fun. And we were friends because I, it would make sense for me to befriend the coworker my age, especially if I have to be near that department to do certain things. It would make sense to, like, have an ally. And he had a girlfriend this entire time. And this is right as I started dating this new person. But we were buddies. We were partners in crime. We would get along a lot together. We would find excuses to hang out at work. It was fine. And then one time we, we would spend lunch breaks together every now and then. And we spent a lunch break in my car where he was, like, leaning in. I'm like, that's a little weird. But nothing happened, and as we were both walking back into Target, he goes, By the way, I really thought we were going to kiss right there. To which I went, No, that's not going to happen. You are in a relationship. I am also in a relationship. I am not interested. As a responsible person would do. And then we hung out again, um, like after work one night in his car, to the point where I had to physically push him off of me. Because he kept trying to kiss me. Nasty boy. And he says to me, the rudest, still to this day, the rudest thing anyone has ever said to me, saying, you will sleep with X, I'm not going to say the number, X amount of people, X of whom you weren't even dating, but you won't even kiss me? Which is some virgin energy. That man was a virgin, and you can tell. But he would use that to his leverage. He'd be like, oh, I'm a virgin. Like, I'm not trying to get with you like that. I'm not trying to use you. But like, sir, you're still nasty. <laughs> and this is why Aries don't treat me right. Kid. That's not even the only Aries story. You have a lot of stories. Because I'm a whore. <laughs> Except not for that kid, I guess. Good, good for you. Good for you. No, there is um, the Aries boy that um, played with my feelings so we can have a side hoe after um, his girlfriend became a born-again um, virgin. I was going to say Christian. She was always a Christian. Born-again virgin. Which was weird because he, like, one time bragged uh, to me about taking people's virginities. Weird boy. And then the Aries girl, we had a little fling. Right after um, one of my boyfriends cheated on me with my cousin. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> and 
we were <laughs> bingo. We were never actually dating, but we, like we had a thing, and it was established. Like whenever we'd have our little parties, we'd go off and snuggle, and be like, "I like you. I like you too. We should talk about that." And then that'd be the end of that conversation. And um, she randomly hit me up. She's like, "Oh, I fucked someone. I think I'm just gonna stick to being gay. I wasn't into that." And I want an Aries. Because Jenna and Julian are just so cute together. Like, I'm the Virgo. I want myself an Aries girlfriend. But Aries don't treat me right. <laughs> Again, we have to see his other signs. Because it's not just the sun sign. I know. But, like, I want, like, an Aries Julian tornado. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, tornado. 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 Hashtag tornado. Hashtag. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it going, guys. We can do this. This is episode three. I really spent a half an hour just yelling about my dating life. Yes. Oh, Whoa. I never told you the thing I wanted to tell you. Yes! Okay, so there's this current person that I'm kind of simping over who doesn't want to be in a relationship, which is fine, so I'm trying to stop simping over them. Sorry if you hear this, but... Um, so I got a new tarot deck, and I'm not taking any readings too seriously because it's still very new and I'm still getting used to it. But I did a relationship spread, so, you know, I can practice seeing the cards and trying to interpret what they mean. And one, it was specifically a heartbreak spread because I decided I was done. But I'm a simp, so don't worry about that. And one of the questions was, is this worth saving? And you know which card I pulled. Was it the tower? It was the tower! The card of chaos and destruction. God, I'm so good. So is this worth saving? Here's the fucking tower. And then I got hit with the I miss you text, to which I haven't had any other text since. Damn. Damn. Damn, I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry. You truly deserve a girlfriend. Oh, every single card in that, like, 7 to 10 card spread said I need to be single. Like, I pulled the lovers in reverse. I got the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again. Again, not taking it too seriously because it's a real deck, but every single card was in agreement with this. Again. Do you have to say... What are, what did our OG readings say? Chill out. Take a bit. And you know what my oracle reading said? It kept calling it ephemeral, so short-lasting. And here we are, folks. Here we are. Here we are. Now I'm over here trying to turn off this simp. I believe But guess who just texted me? Oh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, man. My, the person I'm sitting for right now lives in Florida and has no idea that I exist. So. Who? Jesse. I've showed you him before. I know you have, but it's not ringing any bells. TikToker. That doesn't, I, all I could think about when you show me TikToks is all the girls you send me on TikTok. I treat you so well. You treat me so well. <laughs> she just sends me TikToks of hot girls doing hot girl shit. <laughs> I'm like, here, for your viewing, but, but he's really tall dude, redhead, buff. 
Oh, yeah. Looks like Teddy from Animal Crossing. <laughs> Should we unpack that? I mean, what is there to unpack? He looks like Teddy from Animal Crossing. What can I say? That he looks like Teddy from Animal Crossing. Yes, but... I'm not simping over Teddy. Are you sure? I am 100% sure. I could not do that to my boy. (laughs) (laughs) He is too pure to be simped over? We are strictly friends. He's my emotional support himbo. I'm still taking applications for an emotional support himbo. I feel like I should just start asking people at the rock wall to be my himbo. (laughs) I'll make you a t-shirt. Will you be my himbo? Will you be my himbo? I'll just start asking that to people. Like, hey, you want to be my himbo? They'll be like, what the fuck is that? Well, and they're going to have to come over here for their interview. Oh, I have like a dating game show, but it's to find a lesbian's himbo. Yes! Oh my god. That'd be such a fun segment. (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to Will You Be My Himbo? A show in which I, Sabrina, try and find Court's perfect himbo. (laughs) Well, on that note, thank you all for being here. But get the fuck out of our dorm. Bye!